0: My name is Chris Mitchell with Data Projections, and I want to welcome you to uh, this episode of Simply Connected. I am here with uh, my colleague, Sandy Hill. Say hello, Sandy. Hi. And uh, today, uh, we're going to bring to you uh, a great interview uh, with a colleague of ours, but we're going to be doing it a little bit differently. Do you want to let them know what we're doing here, Sandy?
1: Sure. I had a very fun conversation with our friend Patrick Fender, who works in the Houston office at Data Projections, and we um, had a conversation based around how AV can support your hybrid environment. Um, After doing an event at the Houston West Chamber of Commerce last week, we had some questions from the audience, and we actually posed this podcast around the questions. Brought back the old David Letterman viewer mail, and the whole segment is based around the questions from the audience.
0: Which I think is really a cool little idea. And it's a um, format that we're probably gonna keep and, and repeat every once in a while to help uh, answer some of the questions that come our way. In order to you know cut to the chase, I think we just go ahead and uh, begin to listen to the Sandy's interview with Patrick. And I think you all will enjoy it.
1: Sounds good. I'm very excited to introduce Patrick Fender. He happens to be our global sales manager here at Data Projections. He is in our Houston office, our corporate office. And I'd like to hear a little bit, tell them a little bit about yourself, Patrick.
2: Hey, thanks, Sandy. Uh, so my background is in healthcare technology, uh, improving clinical workflow and communication between patients and uh, clinical folk, doctors, nurses, etc. cetera. Uh, at Data Projections, I focus in the healthcare patch uh, Doing similar things with AV technology, uh, you know, connecting patients to doctors, doctors to other doctors, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so, I have been doing this role for about five years now. And, uh, like I said, I focus on healthcare, uh, other corporate spaces, uh, oil and gas, um, uh, higher education is under my umbrella, as well as
1: many other things. You, you kind of, you can do city ofs, you do a lot of different things. Okay, so actually, I have to say, Patrick, being in our Houston office has been, last five years, he is a lot of fun to work with. He actually is known for his funny dad jokes, which we've kind of missed in our COVID world of having to be uh, remote, but looking forward to being more back in the office. And and he's a wealth of knowledge. It, it is very fascinating. Um, he His background definitely led to very easy transition into this role. And it's always, I always learn something new from Patrick. So today we're gonna to talk about how AV can, can support your hybrid environment, whether you're a meeting from home or in an office conference room, et cetera. Um, Patrick, would you define kind of hybrid environment for our listeners?
2: A, a hybrid environment is connecting folks together regardless of your geography. So, you know, we, of course, we still have folks uh, joining video calls from a boardroom, for example, and then we also have to have people connect from their home office uh, or just when they're wherever they're mobile, whether it's a a hotel room or a coffee shop or whatever it might be, you know, all these people need to connect and collaborate and, uh, you know, be able to to share an experience, uh, whether it's just talking to each other or sharing content, you know, sharing data to review, right? Uh, and, and you know, even annotating on on this data that they're reviewing. So, you know, a hybrid environment is really connecting folks in different locales to a, a common platform.
1: And one thing we've definitely learned over the last year and a half is that work can get done outside of the corporate sector, like sitting in the same room together. But I think um, one of the things we're gonna discuss today, and this is where Patrick's expertise is very important, is when you are connecting remote, those important factors of the audio and all of the video and the collaboration and what your needs are, it really makes you feel like you're in the same room. Um, Data Projections has four offices and we meet several times a week with people from other offices and it feels like we all work together because we're you know remote and pulling people in and um all of that so we're gonna we're gonna kind of define some of that stuff today okay Patrick we're gonna do this in a very fun way today we have some viewer mail questions from the event that you and I hosted at the Houston West Chamber of Commerce last week are you ready yeah do you remember what viewer mail is you remember mm. when David Letterman used to have yeah, email and he'd throw it at, so we might need to add a little glass breaking into this, but first one. <laughs> Dear Data Projections, is using a laptop webcam feasible for a video conference with two or more people?
2: Yeah, the short answer to that is, is no. You know, a, a laptop's onboard video camera and microphone and speaker system is made for, for one person. Um, it is a single purpose driven driven solution uh, you know and even with one person it can be a little lacking um, a laptops on board camera does a really poor job of capturing audio clearly sometimes uh, and the the camera that's included in that is usually not able to work with dynamic light settings you know where there's light behind you you know too much light in front of you um, that sort of thing it's no, it's good enough to get by in some classroom settings, but when it comes to a professional atmosphere, it's usually not good enough.
1: Not to mention the the one cute discussion you had about it was we would be cheek to cheek if we were. If two people were sitting in front of a laptop, we would definitely not be anywhere near social distancing, which made me giggle. Okay, yeah, good, so good answer. It's,
2: yeah. It's, okay,
1: here's the second one. Dear data projections. I've canceled my office contract and I'm working from home. What are some key elements I need in my home office for video conferencing?
2: Yeah, so a lot of people are moving out of the office altogether or just going in a day or two a week. That's that's pretty common now. So to six to set up a, a good working you know, home office with with good audio, video uh, hardware, um, you'd want a a device that, um, you know, preferably a device that can handle, you know, speaker, camera, and microphone all in one. There's a number of these solutions, which are, are just USB peripherals. Um, you know, there's, they, they do really neat things, but your computer just sees them as a USB device. It's very simple plug and play. Um, you know, these, these, devices the camera is going to be able to adjust for the right amount of light uh, you know your, your facial expressions will be more visible and clear uh, and most importantly these devices usually have a a high-end microphone or a microphone array that can clearly capture your audio and audio is the most important part of uh, collaborating uh, a video conferencing call um, you, you have to have clear audio. Otherwise, it's nobody wants to be on the call and people will not adopt the technology of video conferencing if, if they can't hear what's going on or if there is you know, interruptions from a hardware or software level.
1: Exactly, exactly, perfect. Okay, here we go again. Next one, I run a networking event and we are now offering a hybrid option. What do I need to consider to make this successful?
2: Yeah, so you're going to want a camera that can capture uh, the 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 folks in front of the room, um, and you'd probably want a camera to capture the participants sitting down in the room. Um, there's a number of of devices from a, a camera perspective that. That will do auto tracking let's say you have a presenter in the front of the room, who is pacing around while they're doing a presentation these cameras will will track their motion and keep them in focus. Um, On the audience side there's cameras that can capture just the people that are speaking at the time so they're panning out to the larger audience and then, when somebody decides to talk uh, it will it will capture them um, and frame them out. Audio-wise, you're going to need a room audio system that is going to be able to capture the participants' audio when you want it, and of course, clearly capture the presenter's audience. And there's a number of different ways to do this, whether it's a wired handheld, excuse me, a wireless handheld microphone that's being passed around to the audience, uh, or ceiling, ceiling microphones located throughout the room. Um, right. As well as speakers that are usually flush mounted in the ceiling. Uh, so the the voice of the presenter, if it's a large room, there's voice reinforcement, uh, almost like a PA that uh, will deliver is deliver that audio throughout the room. Um, so having the right audio package and you know determining what is going to be suitable for any space is really where. Uh, an A-B integrator like data projections comes in. Um,
1: exactly. Installing and
2: you know, proposing the right kind of package and installing it and calibrating it in a way in a way where, where that quality is going to be more than acceptable.
1: Exactly, exactly. And actually, you know, in the event we hosted the other day, I was the hybrid remote um, participant and could not hear any, anybody in the audience because they didn't have the audio supported from the audience level. So yes, that makes total, total sense. And I can also see this in a, an education um, environment, whether it's higher ed or even upper high school where they're teaching from one location, um, several campuses. I know we talked to somebody about HCC is doing AP courses for some of these districts. And they, you know, they're basically having the hybrid environment, but they want it to be where that professor can see and listen to each student when necessary. So I, I totally agree and and understand that that is extremely important the way that you set that up. Okay, you're doing awesome. Here's a great one. Why can I not hear others on Zoom calls sometimes or the sound quality is poor?
2: So there can be a number of reasons for this, Uh, it can be a hardware related issue, whether it's the computer you're using uh, or the camera and microphone, like, for instance, the integrated camera and microphone on the laptop, um, you know, they could they could be causing this. Um, What's important here is the video conferencing platform that that you're using, Uh, you know, a few popular ones like zoom or uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, these actually have anal- analytical tools uh, with them where your, your IT department can, can go through the log and see where the error is uh, occurring, um, whether right. it is a hardware level error uh, or a software level error or a bandwidth error. You know, there might be people uh, joining the video conferencing call you know, from a location that, that doesn't have the bandwidth to have a good connection. Um, you know, most of the time it, it is a user level problem and based on their location and, and bandwidth. Uh, but it can also be, uh, you know, a, a teams or a zoom level problem. It's not that often that happens. Uh, but really it, 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 most of the time it is a user problem with their bandwidth or, or the hardware that they're using, not keep up with, with uh, the video conferencing.
1: Okay, okay, that's true, that's true. And uh, Data Projections is actually a Zoom house. We use Zoom uh, for webinars, we use Zoom rooms, we use Zoom client, and we actually use Zoom phones. So you can tell we chose that platform as the best for our organization and we do enjoy using it. <laughs> Um, Patrick, your expertise, are there any pros and cons to, I know, I know you have more experience with some of the others, but are there any pros and cons to some of the soft codecs out there?
2: Uh, Yeah, there, I I think there is, there's, there's trade-offs with different platforms. You know, some, some might be stronger with, with the, the quality of the content, but more prone to failure. Uh, and that's, you know, vice versa, there's. We, we're seeing a lot of different things. So a lot of companies choose to use Microsoft teams because it's a sunk cost in their business. Um, you know companies that have a large investment or enterprise license agreement with Microsoft is you know,
1: right. they're, they're,
2: they're going to, to choose to use teams because they're already they're already paying for it. Um, you know or they're getting it to satisfy their uh, an agreement you know, in ELA. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of people with success with Zoom. It's it's uh, very reliable. Um it's cost effective for some people. They like the as a serv- video as a service model that that Zoom does. It it can hit a uh, an operational expense instead of a, a capital expense. Um, you know, there's also WebEx where people are invested in Cisco hardware. You know, there's Cisco shops, they might want to use WebEx. Uh, You know, there's Google Meets, um, you know, there's BlueJeans, there's a number of different video conferencing platforms. It's really about what fits your business model the best.
1: And Um, not only, so that's, that's a good point. Not only you've got a good background in software and and, uh, computer hardware is also. So the other thing, you know, you already mentioned network, you know, can be a killer of any video conferencing solution, but talk to me about like computer hardware does that come into play as well
2: it, you know it does so with all these platforms zoom teams webex there are minimum hardware requirements you know albeit they're not they're they're nothing crazy but if your computer is not meeting those requirements you know for example zoom, uh, zoom um the requirements really aren't that high but if you want the full functionality of that zoom platform uh, you know there are certain features that your computer has to have, and you know all of those are usually, you know, published on, um, you know, that platform's website.
1: Right. So, right. You know,
2: having having the, the minimum requirements, you know, and then having the full require, you know, being able to use the full requirements of that platform, um, you know, there there can be more requirements there, but but you know, it's from a bandwidth perspective. Video conferencing, surprisingly, doesn't require that much, you know, network bandwidth, um, but it does require a reliable ah. connection. So um, you, you can be at the, mer- even if you have all the equipment and the software, you kind of are at the mercy of, of your, your ISP, your internet service provider. So, um, you know, making sure that you have a reliable connection is, is very important.
1: Got it. Got it. Okay. Next viewer mail. Dear Data Projections, how do I get rid of background noise on a video conference, like my dog barking at home?
2: Yeah. So there's uh, there's a number of enterprise level or even you know not enterprise level, just consumer level offerings that are available to to do noise cancellation. Um, So what? know I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, Polycom, in in their sound package, uh, they have the ability to using algorithms, and not to get too scientific, but using algorithms to, you know, identify noise that are repetitive, like a pen tapping, and and then eliminating that once once it's noticed, they eliminate that from the audio feed or paper rough, paper ruffling. Uh, it will identify that as, as an unwanted noise, and it will eliminate it from the audio feed so your, your far-end far end audience isn't distracted uh, by, by those noises. Um, so Zoom and, and Teams, they, they have integrated within the platform already uh, a auto-acoustic cancellation where it's going to Eliminate that gain feedback and that echoing and you know your voice okay. just looking over and over again. And, you know, as far as cancellation, noise cancellation, it's kind of limited. That's when you need to go over to a more enterprise level solution, like through biamp audio processing, we call it digital signal processing or a DSP. You introduce these these DSPs into an environment and it really cleans up the audio so your far end isn't isn't distracted by. Uh, unwanted noises.
1: Got it, got it. And tell us a little bit about that acoustic fence that you mentioned.
2: Yeah, so acoustic fencing is basically you can set the parameters of the area that you want the microphone to cover. So let's say you're in a space that is flanked by some open areas that has a lot of chatter going on. You can set the fence of, of your microphone to ca- only capture the area you want it to where the those folks outside of that area aren't being heard. Or, for example, in a boardroom, uh, if a door is left open, you know, the, uh, the audio outside of a boardroom coming in won't be captured. Oh. Uh, you know, that's kind of noise fencing. And there, I mean, there's a number of different ways to do it, a number of different pieces of hardware to do that with. Uh, that's that's really, again, where an AV integrator can come in and, and make uh, appropriate suggestions that are going to um, you know, really calibrate in and deliver the quality that, that you need to to do video conferencing successfully.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the purpose of this podcast specifically, is to let people know that these things are available. You know, these, these types of items, you know, are, are, some of them are pretty new as well. Okay, we've got about four minutes, so I want to quickly summarize the last thing we're going to talk about is just some generic video conferencing solutions for an office and I know you've kind of touched on some of them and also somebody asked do you have one that's portable like could I move it from this conference room to this conference room if I'm a smaller company and I don't want to or I don't have the money to invest in a video conferencing solution in every one of my conference rooms
2: yeah so I'll address the the first question first, uh, there are a number of solutions that are quick and easy to deploy that are going to give you a high level video conferencing solution without a large investment. A uh, good example of this would be the poly Studio series, uh, the X series where we have a video conferencing bar that is a camera, a microphone and a uh, excuse me a microphone array and speakers all integrated together. They look like sound bars like smaller sound bars, Oh, right. Be connected to a a uh, display in the room uh, and you can be up and running quick. The The computer for the Zoom room or the Teams room is already on board these devices. Uh, there's also an option not to have those on on board the devices and put your own computer uh, working with that. But either way, they can be deployed very, very quickly. And what we're seeing now is you know, folks that need video conferencing in multiple spaces, but don't necessarily have the budget to outfit several rooms uh, we will put the system on a mobile card. So we'll have, for example, a a, uh, a Polycom Studio video conferencing bar underneath a display, all of that being mounted on a rolling cart where you can move it from room to room. You know, all you need is a plug, uh, a single outlet to, to get this thing up and running It can connect wirelessly. Uh, or you can connect it to a, a network port. Um, but that, that's becoming very popular, is being able to to be flexible um, with the system and, and move it around. And you know, speaking of flexibility, what we're seeing a lot of is you know people needing an agnostic approach to video conferencing. So they want to be able to join a Zoom meeting, a Teams meeting, a WebEx meeting. Um, that that is probably you know at least half half of the requests we have. They don't want to stick with one particular platform, um, and that's that's very easy to do. It just takes the right type of integration, um, and that's something we'd be happy to help you out with.
1: Awesome, I agree with you. I, I definitely we hear a lot of clients say, "Yeah, we're a Zoom, but we have a lot of you know people that want to join other meetings, and that does make us that makes total sense." Well, Patrick, this has been a joy. I very much appreciate you giving me all this information and telling our listeners about um, all of these uh, hybrid environment solutions. And we look forward to having you on the podcast again.
0: Thanks, Sandy.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a I really did. fun
0: I conversation. I did, Sandy. That was, you know, I think it's great. And it's always, it's always good to hear um, not just colleagues, Um, perspectives and ideas but just other people within the industry and to me uh what's funny for for everyone here uh listening to this right now uh patrick talked about a couple of different things there Uh, the mobile solution which i think is going to be key and huge moving forward uh having solutions that can be mobile and move from room to room but also he talked about you know some of the uh Um, Acoustical fencing and noise cancellation type things, you know, I think the question was actually something about, you know, how do I get it to where people can't hear my dog barking well apparently, and I can't hear it right now and I don't think you can (laughs) either, but Sandy's dog apparently is barking in the background right now but Sandy and I actually are both right now using headsets from Polly that have noise cancellation and acoustical fencing based off the microphones on the headset itself and so i can't hear her dog i don't think you can my dog's actually scratching on the on the door in my office and so um all of those types of things really come into play and uh can make for a much better uh hybrid environment and especially a hybrid environment if you're working from home um exactly and so, uh, now it's great to hear the answers from Patrick. It's great to hear the questions that were posed by clients and by uh, customers. And uh, I look forward to having this viewer mail, uh, you know, format again. Me too. So, well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. And uh, make sure you uh, continue to listen, share it, and subscribe. And we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye-bye.